Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hello, everybody. It's Yasmin Boland here coming to you live and direct from my office here in London, England, the magnificent city of London, England. Have you been here? Do you want to come here one day? I love London. I also love the fact that being in London means I'm so close to the States because then I can pop over to the States every now and then. <sighs> anyway, um, so welcome, welcome, welcome. We're talking about a few things this week, one of which is the fact that Mercury is now no longer retrograde. Mercury is now no longer retrograde. The retrograde finished pretty sure it finished yesterday, maybe the day before, but uh, it's over. It's O-V-E-R. So that's good. So if you've been kind of holding off on doing anything because you thought I'm going to uh, wait until Mercury Retrograde's finished before I do anything, well, I wouldn't act now. I would just, um, I would just take it easy and see what you've learned in the past couple of weeks of the retrograde retrograde mercury retrograde in libra and then um and then after that then you can take action now mercury was going backwards in the sign of libra which is the sign of partnerships and relationships so if you happen to be libra or liberalizing you've probably had some kind of throwback something's happened which has taken you back to the past maybe to do with an old relationship maybe you've had a chance to reconcile with someone or maybe you've had a chance to get closure. I know someone who will remain nameless who was thrust back into a situation with uh, an old friend of hers, um, couldn't get out of it. It was basically enforced at work for some time. It was someone she'd had a friendship with and they'd had a horrible bust-up probably two, three years ago. It was all, It was a bit strange, the intensity of the bust up honestly was a bit odd and um and guess what suddenly she has been thrust back into constant daily contact with this person at work but it's actually a good thing because i think what's happening they're not they're not becoming friends again which would sort of i suppose in a way you'd think would be the ideal outcome but actually what this friend said to me was I now realise how toxic that relationship was and how toxic we were and we were kind of even toxic to other people. And so what she's saying is she could now see something that caused her a lot of pain at the time, this sort of bust-up, 
uh, with this friend was very upsetting to her at the time. But now she can see it wasn't a healthy relationship and probably the universe got rid of it for her and that she was being quite toxic within the relationship. So, um, you know, that's the kind of thing that can come up. I mean, I, what I said to her is, oh, wow, I mean, that's an amazing insight. Like even though it was very difficult and even though, you know, you were initially filled with trepidation at the idea of facing up to this person every day at work, now that you've started to do it, it's sort of taken away um, a little bit of the mystery and the like, oh, you know, what if, did I do the wrong thing, could I have done anything differently, all, and all the mystery around that person who, you know, she had this sort of bust up with. So this is classic, classic Mercury retrograde in Libra, a chance to go back and revisit, revise, rethink, review. So she's had a look at this relationship and indeed this person and gone, you know what, I actually think it was for the better that we, we stopped, you know, being friends because, it wasn't healthy, it wasn't nice, it wasn't productive. So Mercury retrograde, going back in time mentally in Libra, the sign of partnerships. So have a think about what's been coming up for you in terms of what you've been moving through um, in relationships. What have you been moving through in relationships? So I'm going to take calls today. The number to call is 251, no, what is it, 251, eight, no, sorry, sorry, stop, scrap that. 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555, that's if you're calling from the States. If you're calling from outside the States, I guess it's however you get out of the country. In Australia, it's 0011 and in England, it's 00. And then 1 for the States and then 816-251-3555. I would love to speak to you. We've actually got someone on the line and I think I'm going to take that call and then I'm going to um, have a chat about whether or not I think you can trust cosmic messages. I'm going to do that. So, Louis, may I please speak to Pam on line one? Hello, Hello. Pam. Hello. Hello, how Hello, are you? Can you hear me? Good. Only how are you? Very so Hello? You're breaking up. You're breaking up just a little bit. Am I? And you're very soft. Why don't you tell me okay. how you are and where you are and what you're up to? Can you hear me better now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you okay. Uh, okay. Technique. Um, yes, go ahead, Pam. How are you? What's happening in the world? <clears throat> I'm in Wisconsin. I just got back from Sedona, which was pretty cool. Um, I guess I, I was just curious what it my chart looks like. Okay. What's going on? Give me a hint. I'm having huge relationship shifts. And I don't know um, uh, how to look at them. Some of them I do, some of them I don't. <laughs> and what I was just saying, that we've just had Mercury retrograde in the sign of partnerships, Libra. Yep. So can you relate to that a bit? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And trust what you just mentioned about trusting the universal signs, that also. <laughs> okay, interesting. So, yeah, so you've had Mercury going backwards in your first house because you are actually, you're a Sagittarius with the moon in um, Taurus 
and uh, Libra rising. So, I mean, have you, did you have some experience in Sedona that's left you kind of changed a bit? I mean, it's a kind of a change. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I made, um, I made a lot of, I went there for a retreat and I made a lot of new girlfriends. So um, with my past relationship, I had, I basically dropped everybody. And then I also had um, a crash course on airports. (laughs) Anything that you could think of that could happen, happened. (laughs) That would have been Mercury retrograde as well. So are you in a relationship which has changed since you've gone back, got back from Sedona? Is that, is that your question? Or are you talking about other relationships in general? Well, there was a shift before Sedona. I think the positive happened in Sedona because now I can see um, I was left feeling like I was a little crazy. (laughs) And now I understand, okay, I'm not. There are other women out there just like me. (laughs) Well, that's wonderful. So, I mean, what's actually going on in your chart, which is so important, apart from Mercury going backwards in your first house, is that – You actually are going through what's called your Chiron return. Your Chiron return. And it's something, Chiron is the planet that helps us get to where we want to go, but it can be painful and it can mean getting over old wounds. And it can be about pushing our boundaries and seeing how much we're willing to put up with. And when you get your Chiron return, it's kind of like it can be a painful time if you're not kind of living healthily and consciously. And for you, on top of that, it's taking place in your seventh house of relationships. So now should be a time that you dedicate to healing past wounds in all your yeah. most important relationships. That's like the number one thing you should be doing right now, really, Pam. That is exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> Perfect. What about if I draw you a card? That'd be beautiful. Um, I did have a question. I had um, I had a friendship that was actually helping me heal. Like um, the relationship broke up about four years ago, and he actually helped me heal through the inter- through the process. And it was like the universe put him right in my path. So now we're kind of shifting apart, and I'm going through that whole questioning: Is this correct, or is this should I? try to continue it or should I walk away from it? So So you mean should you you try to stay involved with your ex-boyfriend? He wasn't really a boyfriend. He was we could have been, but we kind of we kept that distance. He dated a lot. Okay. (laughs) And then yeah. Are you are you asking, you know, is there a future for for he and I? Is that the question or is the question What's what's the question? Just be be as direct as you can. Um, is a relationship with him a positive aspect for both of us to continue? Okay. Well, for both of you, or can we? Does, uh, that's a lot of asking the cards a lot. Can we just okay. say is it positive for you? All right, sounds good. Yeah. I would think best for all involved, I guess. <laughs> Also, don't ask yes, no questions. So let's say, what does Pam need to know about a possible future relationship with this guy? How's that? Sounds good. Okie dokie. Let's have a look. All right. So 
Ah, okay, that's interesting. So the card you've got is actually, it's funny because I'm saying, just bring it back to you, the card is actually also saying, uh, bring it back to you. You've got mm. the... Um, You've got the last quarter moon in Taurus card, which reminds you to be proud of who you are, proud of yourself, okay? So this is, your, this is an answer in relation to this guy. So, excuse me, do you really believe in you? No one is perfect, but you need to believe in yourself and what you have to offer. So in terms of relationship with him, the cards are telling you you need to believe in yourself and what you have to offer. Be proud of yourself. You came to this earth with a purpose to fulfill. Drawing this card suggests there are a lot of unresolved self-worth questions that need to be answered before you can start to create the life you know is waiting for you. Being real is the key here. Don't pretend for appearance's sake. You're more than allowed and encouraged to be your real self. In a world where people pretend to lead a perfect life, there's nothing more impressive than true authenticity. So, and also don't compare yourself to anyone else. Instead, start to recognise no. your own talents and assets, which I think is a message to you in terms of the fact you said, oh, he dates a lot. You know, forget about yeah. all those girls. <laughs> right? so, it's interesting that it's... It's interesting Sorry. the card said pride. It's interesting the card said pride and self worth because actually this morning that's what I've been thinking about the difference between pride and self worth. So ah, that's interesting, interesting the card has both words. <laughs> ah. Well, the thing is for you as well, Pam, because your sun is conjunct Jupiter and Neptune, it can be, I mean, the worst case scenario would have been that you would be a completely arrogant so and so. Um, that obviously um, hasn't happened, but you may have no. almost over-course-corrected. So, you know, maybe you need to think, okay, well, I, I mean, I, it's good to be humble, but I do need to believe in myself as well. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, and I want to meet someone who is we're on the same level or we can learn from each other. Yeah, yeah. So my feeling is uh, look at how to heal Whatever you've just been through with your ex, it sounds like you're more interested in this other guy. Um, but, you know, if he's a player, maybe it's not right for you. So you need to be looking at all these things and healing about healing around your relationships. You know, and, you know, my, I'm getting my ex of and I are, are completely it's, done. My ex and I are completely done. That's like a shut door. It was the newer guy that I was questioning whether or not we should be have communication. Yeah. Right. Obviously, you should have okay. communication into him, you know. Mm hmm I mean, if he's your friend, you should be communicating. Yes. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So I there think, yeah, just but, but be careful because you only want healing relationships right now. Correct. Correct. And that's what, yes, that's what I've been questioning. <laughs> If we're actually healthy to be speaking be, to each other, um, so yes. It would be a, a healing relationship. Yes. Yeah, well, I think if you're questioning it before you even begin, then you need to tread carefully because the last thing you want is to walk into something you know in advance is going to hurt you. Correct. Good advice.
<laughs> Good. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Pam, for calling in. Yes. And thank you for letting me know about my chart. That was very interesting. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. Um, if anybody else would like me to call, to look at their chart for free, uh, it's the only place I do it actually. Um, 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. So what I wanted to talk about now, because I don't know if you know, but my new Oracle cards are coming out tomorrow, believe it or not, tomorrow. We've already had literally thousands and thousands of pre-orders, which is amazing. And um, it's the last day when if you pre-order, you will get the bonuses, the free bonuses. Now, to get them, by the need to click the link uh, that's on the uh, Facebook page. Um, it's on the Facebook page, the description. There's a link somewhere around here. I never know where it is. Um, or if you are dialing if you are not listening on Facebook which obviously many of you are not um, and some of you are listening on the replay the podcast or whatever um, just go to moonmessages.com make some magic moonmessages.com make some magic and you will get the landing page of my cards if you've already bought them they're the new moonology manifestation cards if you've already bought them then um you will uh, be able to register your your purchase there. They just look, find your Amazon transaction receipt email. Um, if you order on Amazon or wherever you order, nearly everyone will have ordered them online at this point because, uh, well, COVID and everything else. Um, and if you haven't and you and you buy them, there's links down the bottom to buy them, and then you can. Um, enter all your details and we will send you all the freebies hopefully tomorrow hopefully tomorrow so there we go so um yeah i just i want to talk a little bit about oracle cards just because i've been thinking about them a lot in the lead up um to uh to these cards coming out tomorrow and one thing i wanted to say is i want to talk about how do i believe if i believe how do I believe that Oracle cards actually work? Would I actually make decisions based on these? And this is going to be something I'm going to cover uh, in more depth in the free workshop that uh, I'm that anybody who pre-orders the cards before tomorrow, before October 19, because it's a pre-order offer. Um, I'm going to talk about it more in the free workshop that you'll get. Uh, but right here, right now, let's talk about this. I remember, and I'll tell this story again tomorrow, but I remember uh, back in the day when um, I was first learning astrology and uh, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and who was who's a Capricorn and she's very rational and doesn't believe in anything. Um, I mean, you know, magical. She's just not like that. And she said, are you actually going to make decisions based on astrology? And I remember saying, well, kind of, you know, I was just starting. Now I see, yes, of course I do make them. So quite soon after I started astrology, or, or was it before, actually even before, I was using oracle cards. And somebody asked me the same thing about oracle cards. They said, do you actually make decisions based on the cards that you get? And I said, you know what, sometimes I do. And I wanted to share just a, an example with you about how oracle cards can give you really powerful answers. 
Um, so there was a time when I were we were living in Sydney, Australia, and um, and we were coming to London. Actually, we were going to Paris for a trip. My husband's French, so we wanted to go and see his family and his friends and just spend time in France. It was back when Louis was only, our son was only like two or three years old. So we're talking about 11 years ago, 12 years ago, 13 years ago maybe. And um, you know what kids are like when they're that age? They get little fevers all the time, don't they? They're like their fever spikes up and then it goes down and all that. And Louis had developed a really bad cold and a fever. Actually, sorry, he was about he was about five. I I can't remember exactly when this was. I should try and look it up. I've written it down somewhere. I don't remember if it was when we were moving or when we were coming for a holiday. But the long and the short of it was Louis was unwell. I don't want to pretend. Um, Louis was unwell and we were really questioning would we be able to get on the plane because we didn't want to get on the plane with an unwell child um, you know, uh, who'd had bronchiolitis, you know, which was horrible about a year earlier, but still I think we were a bit scarred. I didn't know what to do. And I went to my, actually my Ascended Masters cards and I remember it so clearly. I can I can still see the card in my head. And I drew a card and I got the, uh, it was the Doreen Virtue deck, you know, before she kind of disavowed everything. She had these amazing, amazing cards. Um, and guess which card I got, okay? So I'm asking should we should we still be going to France? Do we need to put the thing, the flight off? You know, is it okay for us to go? Will it be fine? And what card did I get? I got the spread your wings card. Spread your wings and fly. And I remember just thinking, oh, my God, it couldn't be much clearer. And, you know, that's quite a big thing with something like that because I thought, well, I mean, that card is telling me everything's going to be fine and uh, and I shouldn't, you know, postpone or d- delay or even cancel whatever I was thinking. And you know what it's like when, you, when your kid's not well, you kind of like stop the world. Anyway, so in the end I said, okay, well, let's see. And I actually got a, a, another, um, I got an email from um, a friend of mine who's an astrologer who was writing horoscopes at the time and what was my horoscope for the day. And it said something about you're worried about something but it's not worth worrying about, everything's going to be fine. And I, and I kind of like with those two, I think, you know, I just thought, you know what, like either you do these things, these cards, or you don't do these cards. But you don't do these cards and then just completely ignore them. You don't get a card that says spread your wings and fly and then say, oh, but even so I'm going to, you know, cancel or postpone my trip. Actually, I'm just thinking of... Um, Maybe you saw it if you follow her. Gabby Bernstein had something on her Facebook feed or Instagram feed the other day that said, sometimes I ask the universe for a sign and I get one, but then I want to kind of sign me a sign. <laughs> you know, that's what you kind of shouldn't be doing because if you ask the universe for a sign, then you should listen to the sign. Anyway, the long and the short of that story was, even though I'm afraid I can't remember if we were going for holidays when we were coming here on a, on a longer basis, uh, the long and the short of it was that we, I listened to the card and lo and behold in the, you know, 28, 24, 48 hours or whatever it was until it was time to go, as children do, Louie just bounced back, fever gone, you know, back to running around. In fact, on the plane over, if it's the trip I'm thinking of, he was he wouldn't sleep. And he was on my knee bouncing up and down for 24 hours from Sydney to London. So, you know, the long and the short of it is that, yes, I do 
listen to oracle cards and i do believe they work and i'm going to be talking about how they work in the workshop that i'm going to be doing which i'm i'm going to record uh probably tomorrow morning so it is going to be last minute but that's just me at the moment i'm sorry uh and then send out tomorrow night to all the people who pre-ordered my new oracle cards which are the moonology manifestation cards if you don't have a deck yet hop over to the link above or go to moonmessages.com forward slash make some magic and you will get the free workshop you'll get the cards which are awesome um you'll get uh, a manifesting mantra special manifesting mantra to listen to while you're uh while you're doing your manifesting and also um a list of all the essential oils that I have in here because I have lots of essential oils here. Every card has a little manifesting ritual. I don't think people have really realised this yet. Um, I had one person who said uh, I did a post and an email for my subscribers about the new moon in Aries, which we've got coming this week, and, uh, and, and I did a post about it. And the person on Facebook said, oh, my God, that was perfect. It was so me. That was so me. Um, how do I do a little ritual to kind of really tap into that? And it's like, well, actually, there's a ritual on the page. Every single card gives you ideas for a little ritual that you can do if you're really, really serious about manifesting whatever it is that you want to manifest. So that is pretty exciting. I know loads of you have already um, ordered your cards and I'm very, very grateful. We get numbers actually every week and I know thousands and thousands of people have been ordering the cards, which is amazing. Um, it's, a, it's quite a big run of cards they're doing. One of the biggest, I think it's the biggest Hay House we've ever done. You may or may not know my first deck, Moonology Oracle cards. They were the, I think they're the biggest selling Hay House cards of all time i know they've outsold any single doreen virtue pack uh deck which is extraordinary because she really you know was a phenomena um so if i can do as well as her i'll be very happy um and i'm happy to say i've been using these cards now uh i think i got them in june but i don't know if you remember i was too nervous to open them for ages and ages so I didn't open them. So I'm just keeping an eye on the time here. Um, yeah, I didn't open them until about July. And I've since I've tested them nearly every day. Honestly, thank God the universe, Ganesha, Lakshmi, the goddess is on my side and they're, they're really working and they're really, really powerful. So order them from the link above. I'm actually going to a break now. I'll be back after the break. But take that time. Pre-order them from the link or moonmagic.com forward slash make some magic. And uh, I'll be back after the break. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 
We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Um, how's everyone going? How is everyone going? I was just saying um, in the break, I don't use tarot cards terribly much anymore. Um, someone here on Facebook, please let me get your name. Oops. Kara Stotler is saying, I only use tarot cards when I need a really straightforward answer and I'm prepared for the brutal truth. Yes, exactly, Kara. They are so, tarot cards are very, very brutal. Danielle says she wants a tarot card reading on Facebook. Okay, Danielle, I'm going to give you a card. I hope it's a good one. Oh, Danielle, you got a good one. I hope you're, uh, I hope um, you're asking about money because look what you've got. You've got the Ace of Coins. That's brilliant. If, you, if you're worried about money, that's good. Let me do a card, a tarot card for everybody who wants one. I don't. Tarot card for everybody who wants one. If you want one, say out loud, whether you're watching the live or the replay, just say out loud, yes, I want a tarot reading. Do you want a tarot reading? Mm, careful what you You sure you want it? It's one of the tricky cards. Oh, it's the five of pentacles. It's kind of the opposite of the ace of cups, the way it suggests that there could be some tough times to get through, and that's why I don't really like to use oracle cards that much, uh, tarot cards that much, because, I mean, who wants to get the five of um, the five of pentacles? Not me. I really don't. And so now let's just quickly look at the five of pentacles for anyone who said it. So it's it can be about just generally difficult times, okay, hard times, rejection, financial challenges. But then if you use my beautiful cards here, all right, so you've been told there might be some tricky things coming up. And nobody wants to hear that. That's why I basically don't use them anymore. Um, and I'm sorry if you use tarot cards and you think I'm being a wimp and a wuss. I will be honest. I am a wimp and a wuss. I am really a wimp and a wuss. Um, I'm just so sensitive. I'm a Cancerian. I worry nonstop. And, uh, you know, that's why I stopped using them for myself. I did actually mention that in my workshop. All right, so... Oh, interesting. So this is a card for anybody who said they wanted that tarot card, that tarot card was for them, and now they're thinking, oh, no, tough times ahead. What am I going to do? Well, I have the antidote in my beautiful new cards, okay? So guess what? For one thing, you've got the first quarter moon in Cancer. So that's a really nice thing because the first quarter moon is um, – a very positive kind of card, the, the cards with the first quarter moon. They're like challenges, but you're kind of getting there. You still There's still hope for the situation. And the card is um, push through any insecurity. Push through any insecurity. Now let me read you from the cards. 
you saw I actually did draw that card. I didn't just set it up to give a difficult card. Um, first quarter moon in Cancer. All right, so anyone who said I want a tarot card, this is also, this is for you. This is the antidote. So you ready? Don't worry. Drawing this card suggests you may be allowing self-doubt to derail you, which is why then you would attract a, a card that's a bit more difficult. Chances are that you started off strong, fast out of the gate and full of bravado, but now you're allowing fears and doubts to cloud your vision. And the reason why I've given that interpretation is because the first quarter moon has the sun in Aries, which is the fast out of the gate sign, and the moon in Cancer or moon child, which is the um, insecure sign, okay? Uh, and I'm, I'm moon child, so I'm not being rude. Um, you're allowing fears and doubts to cloud your vision. Family issues coming up now need dealing with, okay? Maybe you think you're not good enough or you're waiting for someone to go, something to go wrong. You know, if you don't think you're good enough, what are you going to attract? Not good stuff. You know, if you don't think you're good enough, you're not going to attract good money, which that tarot card was largely about uh, or can be about, um, because basically it's our self-worth that leads to our cash situation. So maybe if you, you know, it's worth, it's all about worth, money, values, worth. Maybe you think you're not good enough or you're waiting for something to go wrong. This isn't the way to get what you want in life. Instead, be kind to yourself and others, work on your insecurities and head towards your goals. So there you go. That was a bit strange, wasn't it? I didn't mean to sort of, you know, trick you into this difficult tarot card. But as I said, that's why I don't really do them anymore. That's why I use oracle cards. And I've got my own second oracle card deck coming out tomorrow. And I'm currently working on my third, believe it or not. Knowing that you're scared or wrapped with doubts is better than not realising it. So if you've got this card and you're thinking, oh, God, now I've got this bloody card, I shouldn't have said it for me, it's better to know that you're maybe tripping yourself up with fears and doubts than not to know it because now you can work on it. Nurture yourself and believe that you are worthy of your goals, okay? Now, every card, as I've said, has a little manifesting ritual. So if you got the, if you said this card is for me or I want a tarot card or anything like that, um, and even if you didn't, even if you just listened to this, this and saying, oh, God, that sounds a bit like me, I need to push through my insecurities or, you know, finances are looking a bit dodgy at the moment. So how to tune into your manifesting powers when you get this card. The third eye chakra, okay, is right, is here. It's where we put the kumkum when we go to India. When I, I've been told, and don't, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but in, when we go to India, when I go to India, excuse me, when I go to the ashram that I've been going to for about 16 years now, uh, when I go there, um, it's encouraged, you know, almost requested, because I know some people might think, oh, that's just cultural appropriation, but it's not. It's actually like you're asked, if you go to temple, put a little bit of kumkum here, or you know, here, you know, about here, you, I usually do about here. Um, some people use a cotton bud in the kumkum, which is actually um, turmeric that's been left out in the sun after being squeezed with lemon juice and they leave it to dry and it turns this amazing pink. So um, dehydrated turmeric. Anyway, they uh, you put it right there and um, or you can just stick your finger in the pot. You can get by kumkum at the ashram really easily in little sachets and you just put it there and you just have a nice big red 
uh, spot on your head. And actually what that does, I have been told, and I might be wrong because this is just what someone told me, uh, so research yourself before you make any life-changing decisions based on it, but I've been told it actually stimulates the third eye, okay, the ajna, the third eye that we have there. So it reminds everybody when you see people, it reminds you that they've got a third eye because everyone in the temple normally will have a spot there, a dot there, um, a bindi uh, there. And, um, yeah, so that was just a long winded thing talking about the third eye which is actually what's recommended in uh, in the cards so the third eye chakra is located just above the midpoint between your eyebrows and it radiates a gorgeous indigo color it can help you to attain the clear vision that you're connected to all life everywhere and that fear is an illusion okay that's really good actually i like that imagine yourself in a column so if you said i want a tarot card Imagine yourself in a column of indigo or silvery light and hold this card to your third eye. Well, you can't because you don't have the cards yet, most of you. You can just hold it because you're getting the energies. Each card has its own energies. Like, I mean, it was my intention when I made them. So first quarter moon in cancer. So you hold it to your third eye while saying, energies of the first quarter moon in cancer, thank you for helping me to see that my loved ones and I can achieve anything so there you go so that card i drew randomly as an antidote to the tarot card that i drew randomly and i think that worked pretty darn well what do you think it's a bit boiling in here today all right so let's speak to ali who's worked out how to call in from australia hi ali are you there on line one yes hello how are you should i say g'day G'day, g'day, g'day. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, 2 a.m. What are you doing awake? Oh, I had a nap earlier. I've, had a, I've been a little bit sick with a cold, not COVID, but sick with a cold this week. So I had a little nap, but now I'm awake. So, eh. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that happens. So, Ali, where were you born in Australia? Because I don't have that information. I think Louis probably didn't That's know that. Okay, lost, lost in translation. Um, so I was born in Modbury, M-O-D-B-U-R-Y. Where is that? Uh, Modbury is north is north of Adelaide. Oh, so in South Australia. Yes. Okay, you know it's not coming up on my uh, my thing, and my thing has everything. Can you give me the nearest big town? Um, well, maybe spell it again. M for Mary, O for Ostrich, B for Dog, B for Bob, U for Unicorn, R for Rabbit, Y for Yellow. I normally know my phonetics, but it's 2 a.m. <laughs> I know, that's fine. No, I'm sorry, it's not coming up. Okay. Um, See, because so... my program is Australian, so they should have Maudbury on there, but they don't. What's the nearest big town? Yeah. It will be fine. Um, just Adelaide. I'm just going to quickly look. It's funny, Modbury, even if you put Modbury into Google, it comes up in England. It normally comes up when I've done my chart on, on your site. found it when I did Modbury Australia. Uh, oh, okay. So it's really quite close. to. I mean, it's as good as saying Adelaide really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a suburb of Adelaide. Adelaide. It should be on there. It's not. I'm sorry. 
don't know why. All right, Miss Ali, I have your chart. Um, Sagittarius with Gemini rising and a Libra moon. Oh, very airy and, and uh, fiery. So what can I tell you today at 2 o'clock in the morning Sydney time? Um, so I am going through a separation at the moment. We're just settling the finances. Um, so um, coincidentally, you know, you're, you're saying that at the moment there's a lot of um, tension in the air and possibilities for um, arguments and stuff. And, and obviously it is a very tense time whilst sorting out the money and the finances of a 20-year relationship. So um, if there's some clarity around whether this is going to be a good time for me right now with the separation um is it going to be smooth sailing okay so i can tell you right off the bat it's going to get easier in february um and i know you've probably got a lot of stuff to get through between now and february um but by the time you get to february you're going to care less and you're going to feel much much better you're going to you're going to be less traumatized and triggered by this whole thing so that's mm -hmm. something uh let me see what else so yeah i mean the main thing i think for you ali is to um do all your due diligence take care of all the legal stuff be really smart about it are, are you still doing that or is it done sounds like you're still doing it um it's it's still it's still in the process yeah so i'd be like getting a really good advice really good counsel ask friends who've been through the same thing just remember this is a once in a lifetime hopefully situation where you know you have to get out of this marriage well you're only going to get out of this marriage once um and make sure you do it really really properly so there's no nasty surprises um mm -hmm. and this You've got Jupiter in the same part of your chart, so you've kind of got luck on your side, but you've really got to do your due diligence, and then by February, um, everything should be much better for you. Okay. Awesome. Because there's a lot there's going a on with, with children and things like that, so it's, um, you know, really testing and um, very emotionally charged at the moment. For the children? Yeah, really hard. I'm really sorry. How old are the children? Um, my eldest is 18. Um, my youngest is six. Um, uh, middle one, 15. So I drew a card for you and your kids. Oh, thank you. Okay. So, in fact, you've got the card that encourages you uh, to take time out for self-love, okay, to love yourself. Um, and, and that probably is important for your kids because, you know, happy mummy, happy kids. So yeah. this is your message, Ali. Um, have you been trying to please all of the people all of the time, which I'm sure you have from the sounds of things, when you're not quite happy mm. yourself? There's a difference between wanting to live positively and spiritual bypassing when you refuse to acknowledge your feelings. You can't fool the universe so pretending to be happy when you're sad will get you nowhere. Rather, you need to deal with your feelings. That's the only way. If you're people-pleasing, stop. Think about what's going on and why you're doing it. If you're in an unbalanced relationship, address the situation. 
While it's lovely to do things nicely, they also need to be done well. Be sincere. The way to get in the manifesting zone for you in terms of manifesting the best outcome for your family, your kids, is go through all of your stuff emotionally. Once you've done that, once you've sorted through your stuff, obviously there are, I mean, I can even hear emotion in your voice just talking to you now, obviously, end of a 20-year relationship. Um, once you've done that, mm. you'll start to be able to signal your desires better. So do you ever work with crystals, Ali? I do, yes. Oh, good, because um, all the last quarter moon cards in my new deck of uh, Moonology Manifestation cards, they all um, they all suggest working with crystals, uh, one crystal or up to five crystals. So um, for this card, there's a little manifestation ritual. Can I, I'll give it to you? Yeah. Okay, so choose one of these crystals from either pyrite, if you've got it, blue kyanite, green turquoise, red tiger's eye, pink mangano, calcite or sunstone, okay? So one of those, you've probably got pyrite, haven't you? A lot of people have got pyrite. I've, I've got pyrite and I've got pink mangano like right next to me. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so choose one and hold it. Okay, let's just do this for you right now, okay? We'll just do a little bit of... Uh, magical music for you and you, are you up for this is it okay if we do this yep i've got it in my hand yes all right okay i'm going to give you i'm going to play it's edo and joe i've got their permission to play it as long as i tell people who it is edo and joe.com jo.com and uh, i'm going to play om gum Maha, which is actually a chant to the um hindu elephant god ganesha um, and that's the kind of energy that you need at a time like this when you're moving through a separation and divorce, okay? So just let's just see if this is going to work. Hang on. Oops. All right, so tune into that a bit, Ali. You've got your crystal in your hand? Yes, yes, I do. All right. All right. And anybody else who's going through a tough time, feel free to do this as well. Visualise yourself in a column of pure violet light swirling around you, okay? I'll do it with you. I'm visualising you, Ali, in a column of violet light swirling around you with the crystal. And your affirmation is harmony surrounds me. I am on my path. Harmony surrounds me. I am on my path. All right? Yep. So to me, that's an affirmation that you're doing the right thing and harmony can be brought back into the situation. Wonderful. Um, have you pre-ordered my Moonology Manifestation cards? I was, I was in the middle of doing it when your live um, notification on Facebook came up. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch that's the live first and then no, I'll go and I'm, do it. If you, are, if you could give your... Um, name and address to Louis after this call. Louis, are you okay to take down Ali's um, details? 
And I'm going to ask Leon over at Hay House Australia if he'll send you a deck because I think you need Oh, it. that's amazing. Oh, thank you. I'm really, really grateful for that. I'm so glad I called. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Easy what you're going through. Thank you, thank you. All right, Louis, please do take Ali's name and address down. Um, or if something goes wrong, just email me, yasmin at yasminbolan.com. Okay, Ali? Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. All right, so let us now turn our mind slightly to the fact that this is a full moon week. It's a full moon week, and the full moon will be taking place in the sign of Aries. Now, these few cards of mine, I did tell you it was going to be all about cards. This is the full moon in Aries, okay? And I know what the card is because I've already pulled it out a few times, sometimes by chance and sometimes because I wanted to talk about it. I'm just going to see if I can find it. it basically, it says cool your emotions, okay? So that's for you as well, Ali, if you're still listening or for anyone who's listening. When you get the full moon in Aries, the full moon is already really intense and um, the uh, – Full moon in Aries, well, Aries is a fire sign. It's the baby of the zodiac. And the fact that it's the baby of the zodiac is kind of cute. But also remember, babies don't really know about, you know, being civilised, holding their temper in, um, you know, they don't know about stuff like that. So the full moon in Aries time can be a time where people start to act out, they start to get a little bit intense, they start to go, rah, all this. So full moon in Aries, cool your emotions, okay? And I'll just read you a bit from the book for that as well. Um, basically, it's about, you know, if you're having a tough time with someone, just calm down. Full moon in Aries. Where is it here? Are you in the middle of an argument or perhaps in the mood to pick an argument? I have been a bit lately, actually. Surely not. And actually, one of my best friends in the world rang me last week and she was a little bit sort of grumpy with me. And she actually rang back the next day and said, I'm sorry if I was being really antagonistic. I'm like, work. There you go. It's the full moon in Aries um, energy. Um, or are you being overly forward? This is a time of heated emotions and frayed tempers. But bear in mind, anger is better than despair. So if you're feeling angry, that's good. That's better than feeling despair, as Abraham Hicks taught us, because anger spurs us on to do something. You may get better results if you master your emotions. So if you're feeling a bit um, volatile right now, this card's for you for sure. Certainly avoid stirring the pot or it could boil over. Cooling your emotions and being the peacemaker means you'll attract a more peaceful outcome. Seek a balance between you, you, you and me, me, me. And as I say this, I can't help but think of my situation with the builders um, where I was so angry last Thursday we had a meeting with the builders um, and they've been all right like they've been okay but there's been some stuff that's just been come on are you serious and I was so angry because I'm kind of an angry person when I'm angry I'm not like you know my shadow side comes out and my husband and my friend who are well she's a journalist friend of mine she they they were both like Yasmin you're too upset to talk don't talk and so I said okay fine and I was there for about the first 20 minutes of the meeting being very kind of angry and shouty and thinking I'm not supposed to say anything. Shh. 
And um, and then I actually, luckily enough, I had a meeting and uh, with Hay House, I couldn't avoid. So I had to go and do my meeting on Zoom and leave the room. And during which time I was on the meeting for about an hour and they all managed to, all the people who were discussing it managed to, my the builder and my husband and, and my friend, um, they all managed to come to some, you know, relatively peaceful solutions to all the problems. And then I came back in and said I'd come in peace and tried to be calm, but then something else got said. But overall, you know, I would I couldn't cool my emotions is the long and the short of it. And I luckily the universe just took me out of the room. So cooling your emotions and being the peacemaker means you'll attract a more peaceful outcome. There's no point in pretending you don't have issue intense feelings. So I certainly didn't pretend that, uh, as this blocks your manifesting powers. Well, people tell me I'm a good manifester. Maybe it's partly because I do express my feelings. The problem is when I'm that angry, my feelings are a little bit, ah. <laughs> you need to work through your feelings by thinking of the people involved or forgiving yourself. <sighs> and the goddess to call in is Athena. Athena, the warrior goddess. So there we go. All right, so that's card for this full moon if you have my moonology diary there is information here the full moon in aries uh let me give you the times in case you don't know them um so if you are in london la or new york it's october the 20th and if you're in sydney it's october the 21st all the actual times are in my Immunology Diary, which is now obviously sold out, but you can get one for next year. Um, and as it says in the diary, it was about what I was about to say to you right now, uh, the first thing to note about this full moon is that it's the first one in the new lunar cycle, okay? So it's, it's in Aries. It's the new lunar cycle. So that means if you um, are planning to commit to working with the moon, and I can tell you it's life-changing, um, do it now. Do it now because this is the first full moon in the new cycle and that is that means now is a great time because you're going to be able to um, work with all 12 moons. I'm looking at the phone to try and find out. The show is over. Darn it, I believe. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 